outside the caves. Terrorists open fire at the suit with absolutely no effect. Tony takes his turn, unleashing a flamethrower on the group. Stomping through the camp, terrorists continue to fire at him as uh, continue to fire him as fire reaches the ammo cache, causing the camp to explode. At the last minute, Stark activates the suit's jetpack, launching to safety before cutting out and sending the billionaire hurtling into the desert sand a kilometer away, completely destroying the suit. Wandering the dunes, a bedraggled Tony Stark is eventually rescued <laughs> by a US Black Hawk helicopter sorry. with Rhodey running out to meet him. You look what? a bit rough. What have you been up to? Oh, just wandering the dunes. <laughs> Nothing, just, just hanging around. Is that, that's, oh, you, that, look. you look. Yeah, well, sorry. What you look like you've been wandering the dunes. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> not, slept, not slept very well. I, uh, I have to say, like, jetpack, flamethrower, everything, like, all done without having a test run through. Had to all do it on the first go. That's I love that. Absolutely. I love this whole scene. It's a great. It's scene. so good. It's so back to basics. Um, it's can just, you can you tell this movie doesn't have a big budget? I can't. No, it does seem like a big budget movie. That's yeah. the weird part. I think. I think because the the, the finale isn't as like earth shatteringly as explosive yeah. as the MC movies get along. That's it is just two power high powered robots fighting each other, but it works. The third act does work. But yeah, it's just oh, it's just you have these dramatic bits, this feeling of yes, cheering him on because he's uh, forgive me for saying this overpowered compared to them because completely protected, and you have the little funny bits more where powerful. one of them fires he's a more piss- powerful than them. He's more powerful. There we go. And you he, he have the fun, funny bit where a guy shoots a pistol at the head and it just <laughs> bink, yeah. and shoots him back in the head. I just think that's just a, ever a bit of violence. That's genuinely funny. This is the <laughs> bit I, I think I think I enjoyed the start of the movie when I first watched it, but this is the bit that made me go, oh, wow, they're yeah. doing Iron Man. They're properly doing it. <clears throat> also, the jetpack giving up shortly after his dramatic escape is a great punchline to the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, it really like, is. Yeah, yeah. He's launching off and oh, no, 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 bye. <laughs> also, Terrence Howard as Rhodey. Do you, do you think he would have continued being a good Rhodey if he didn't get booted? No, I don't. I can't. I'm, I'm just, now you're asking me. I'm not sure if there's some sort of um, odd history with him recently. I can't remember. I don't know. I apologise if I if I'm praising um, someone who's problematic. Um, I I, I like Terence Howard. I thought he was good. I thought he was really good. Yeah. I think I preferred him to Don Cheadle. I don't yeah. really get Don Cheadle in the role. Um, he's fine. He's perfectly fine. I think Terence Howard was a much better fit. So Don Don Cheadle, a good actor, but I think he's there's something a bit more soft and kind hearted compared to. Terrence Howard, yeah. who seems a bit, there's something that's a tougher yeah, edge like to him. Yeah, he's the action hero. He, yeah, he suits that kind of role. And he's younger as well, which I think is 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 good. Yeah, yeah, that works. Don Cheadle. I mean, he's like a hundred. How old is John John Cheadle? He's really old. I'm going to quickly look up how old is Don Cheadle. He is <laughs> 58. Oh, so he wasn't that. Uh, Let's say, have a look at Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard is 53. But yeah, he still he looks just, quite he just young. Just looks younger. He just he looks, looks young. He looks more like a contemporary of Robert Downey Jr. Whereas uh, Don Cheadle does not. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So a great escape scene all round. Is this how Tony escapes from his captors in the original Iron Man story? 
Noah used suction cups to stick to the ceiling. Yes! <laughs> That's one of the big gadgets they add into the suit. Suction cups on the hands. And he jumps up and sticks to the ceiling. That's so when incredible. the guards when the guards come in to check on him, he's not there. They can't see him. Where did he go? Um, and then, for virtually no reason, Iron Man puts on, over his armour, a hat and coat to the disguise and starts lumbering around the prison camp you might think he's trying to disguise himself but no because it looks so obvious and as soon as the guards see him he says let me just remove my clothes and goes yeah i'm a big iron man um it was entirely done so he could take the clothes off and go dramatic revealed um he they shoot at him he repels the bullets by using what will uh, magnets. Yeah, magnets. A transistor-powered <laughs> magnet, because transistors make things better, kids. <laughs> he is nearly defeated when one of the bad guys pushes a filing cabinet down a flight of stairs. <laughs> Home Alone style. And it lands on him and it knocks him on his back like a turtle and he can't get up. That, I think um, I, my screen is covered in spit now. And he's, he, he's very heavy and Iron Man is stuck underneath it and he realises, <laughs> oh no, they filled all the drawers with rocks <laughs> <laughs> to make it heavier. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Quickly take out those documents and put these stones in the filing cabinet. I have an idea. Be- before the robot man kills us. God, uh, that's brilliant. And then he gets up and he just uses a flamethrower that he's built into his hand to burn the camp to the ground. Ooh. And then, as it's burning, he puts back on his hat and coat and walks off into the jungle. And the story kind of ends with this idea. To my mind, this this idea is present, I believe, that he can't take the suit of armour off. There's nothing that says he's going to live a normal life. It says it says in the text he cannot take off the chest plate. Mm. Um, and I think it looks, it looks to me a bit like Stanley wanted to make him a sort of a tragic monster figure. Yeah. Like a, like a Hulk figure, basically, a bit like the Hulk. Um, trapped inside this monstrous, grey, horrible, medieval-looking armour. Um, like, he used to be a gorgeous, pretty boy. Now he's... I think it's a Man in the Iron Mask kind of deal. No, um, definitely. The character even says, I'm not Tony Stark anymore. I'm a monstrous Iron Man, as he walks off into the jungle. That would um, be a typical, like, Stan Lee name. You have the incredible, the uncanny X-Men, the uh, amazing Spider-Man. What, and what did you describe Iron Man as just now? The in, well, just now, the yeah. monstrous. The monstrous Iron Man. Yeah, maybe. And it, it, the story even refers to him as being hulking several times. So, mm. yeah, the idea of doing superheroes wasn't fully formed at marvel yet because superheroes weren't popular um and so this is i think this is more is presented as like a twisted tale of science fiction gone awry a cautionary monstrous tale behold the 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 dashing beautiful uh, uh, tony stark inventor who now must live trapped inside his own creation i think that was the idea not for him to be superhero gonna go punch bad guys a twisted tale of science gone awry by a man who doesn't understand, doesn't understand science. science. <laughs> the twisted tale of magnets gone awry. Or transistors <laughs> gone awry. Thanks for joining us as we revisit some of our favourite moments from Marvel vs. Marvel. Don't forget our full-length episodes are jam-packed with hours of Marvel trivia, behind-the-page, behind-the-scenes, and comic book Marvel history. <laughs> <laughs>